0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mr. Bean, and this podcast is scheduled for one fall. That was a pause so that you could say one fall.
1: <laughs> He's talking to us or the audience?
0: Everybody. Oh. Well, let's try it one more time. All yeah. right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mr. Bean, and this podcast is scheduled for one fall. One, One fall. With a 60-minute time limit that we don't always uh, go by. Carney rules will apply. Absolutely. Welcome to another episode of the One Fall Show. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Shawnee Constant. Shawnee, how are you? Good, man. I just got back from a trip to Florida. I know. You got the both extremes of the weather. You got the, the super warm weather, and then you came back just as we got super cold weather.
1: Yeah, man. And I got the worst of the transition from fall to winter. I, I, I came into the cold zone with all this snow. But I also got, like, this massive amount of bug bites, which is total garbage. Like, oh, <laughs> it Jesus. Sucks. I don't know if it was sand fleas or... Man, there are some wicked ants, ants in Florida. Oh, my God. Ants. And, uh, is so that, was that the sound of the actual ants? Yes. Yeah, so as they march, you can they make a very distinct ants right. sound. Ants. I'm surprised you got any sleep. Uh, very little sleep. Right. Uh, I also forgot my meds, uh, which uh, sleep and don't come very easy in a straight white vest, sir. Sure. Words of wisdom from Alice Cooper. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm Shawnee Constant, And I'm here with my co host, Mr. Bean. Can't motherfucker. Can't motherfucker. We are basking in the glory.
0: In the glory of the
1: opulent Russell Palace. Chandelier!
0: Russell Palace. I think he's played prison style, dude. Boobshakaloo! <laughs> the
1: scariest of all. Murder clown!
0: It's like we've said uh, previously on the show. Mira, He's
1: fat! he got
0: a fat ass! <laughs> it's like he's covered drinking! My bird has got a big old neck! It's a work!
1: It's a work! Uh... And this... Is the one...
0: For show. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this week we're going to be joined by Jeff from uh, Sharkcast. Jeff, how are you today? I'm swell. How are you guys? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you on. All right, so Jeff, you do a podcast that's called The Sharkcast. Why is why is it called The Sharkcast?
2: Um Sharkcast is was re- was initially um to help cross promote the two other fellows in the band, Jackson and the Pool Sharks. Okay. So they wanted to do a podcast and I they were like you want to do one and I was like yeah, of course. Duh. Right. And then it became the hodgepodge So it was
0: So initially it was supposed to be like a
2: promotion vehicle for their band. Yeah.
0: That's that's yeah. fair.
2: I think to an extent it still is. It's not hurting the band.
0: <laughs> well, then all right.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it's uh, breathed its own life, so to speak. Right. So Jeff, um, what do you guys talk about on SharkCast? That's a good question. Is it um, just a kind of open forum? It's open forum, but there's... There's Shark Cast tropes. We have our tropes. We talk about uh UFC and MMA often. Um wrestling shows up every now and then. Sure. You know. Excellent. A little <laughs> f- well, not enough. That's why that's why I got That's that why you're here. here. Exactly. Um, you know, we got a little segment called Nerdy News where just, you know, talks about Whatever's going on in comic books or whatever like that yeah whatever you know is intriguing enough or yeah, what exactly. I guess essentially whatever i think is intriguing enough what intrigued me that day right while like, i was on the internet and the, way,
0: and the way me and you know each other is that you worked at the comic store that i now work at yeah we, so we've crossed paths so many times over the years yeah
2: it's a it's it's a it's a part of a strange brotherhood absolutely it's a very inclusive brotherhood
0: right exactly Um, so, you know, we're both into a lot of the same stuff and it's, it's always, uh, I I enjoy it when you'll call up the store you'll be like, Oh good, Chuck, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted to add this to my list, but also what do you think of the
2: going on in (laughs) WWE right now? All right. No, I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, it's like I told you guys, the WWE has me in constant bewilderment. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I can only, my, my girlfriend only wants to talk about wrestling so often. That's fair. You break uh, the hook, you throw it out, and then you reel them in real slow. That might always be... applies. <laughs> that might be some advice. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when it comes to talking about professional wrestling, yes. Right.
0: Well, as I'm sure you all well know, like we are in a new... Golden Age with uh, so many different options when it comes to wrestling. There's, really, I haven't heard. Well, there's, <laughs> there's all the different streaming services for different uh, types so, of wrestling. So. Wednesday nights, you've got two different channels that you can switch between. It's awesome, man. Oh, honey, yes. Right, pretty and, much. Right. Where Where do you stand right now as far as like the the pro pro wrestling is concerned? Like, do you have a favorite organization? Yeah, I or do. Favorite that, like, I do.
2: Show that you show up for. I do. I do, and I actually have two of them. Okay. Two different organizations. Two different shows. AEW Dynamite, of course. On Wednesdays? Yeah. Well, I actually here's the kick. I watch it Friday night. I gotta really? record Sharkast on Wednesdays.
0: Oh, oh okay. alright. Okay, makes sense. That's like Shawnee can't watch uh, NWA until
2: we are done. And then my other one is NWA Power. Really? I'm totally fucking it's into it, man. So
1: good, man. And it's funny because we uh we bounce back and forth between a couple of different recording times, but uh, it's not uncommon for us to record on a Tuesday night, and then I'll watch N.W.A. Power after. Right. and it's one of my favorite times of the week. I'm totally, I'm totally in agreement with you. But like the wrestling, I don't even like really remember what's going on because the wrestling is my least favorite part, and that is not to slag the wrestling because I think the wrestling is is good. Right, it's definitely good for what it, uh, for the. The environment, but that's that room is what fascinates me. I love the dynamic in that room. I love the small, tightly packed group of fans and the sort of come right at you promos. And uh, man, I'm just all about it. The commercials. The commercials are a blast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Teach a kayfabe. Right. And, uh, and what will it sell you yeah, in Paducah, Kentucky? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: it's a great. i got to say, I'm right there in agreement with you. It's something I look forward to week in and week out. Well,
0: I know with Raw and SmackDown, I've, I've started to watch them, in in effect, on Twitter, <laughs> and, and just like even when I'm when it's live or when I have the opportunity to watch it a couple hours after it's live, I find myself fast forwarding through ninety percent of the wrestling mm-hmm. to get to the promos. Really, I uh, at this point.
2: I watched it last night, and I have been. I it's it, there must be a disconnect with me and the WWE, which I'm sure is no other wrestling fan is going through right now
1: (laughs) right Um, that is definitely something we've talked about uh, it's a great disturbance in the forest right
2: um i wanted to you know be prepared for you guys so i was sure i'm gonna fucking watch raw yeah well let me and it used to be something i look forward to not not now it i did i can't say i enjoyed the opening match from last night i can say that that uh I believe it was the opening match, the tag match with Becky and Charlotte versus yes. the Kabuki Warriors. I enjoyed that was a good match.
1: I yeah. love what the Kabuki Warriors are doing and there are certain storylines that if they start the show with it, mm-hmm. it, it will get me. Yep. But I find that usually I don't even give the second like if if they have like some knockout uh opening segment, I'll just sort of like cash in my chips. I think I mentioned that on the I, episode I, yep, with did uh, that as well was, last yeah. night. I enjoyed I
2: enjoyed the match. I was like, there was some good workmanship going on in there, and then also too, I, I got to wake up early in the morning, boys. So. Yeah, so nine really, really. nine uh you four forty five in the early. morning comes
0: early, and uh, it does not matter if Stone Cold Steve Austin is riding a zamboni. I'll catch it like on o'clock. I'll catch it
2: on Reddit the next morning. Exactly. Be fine. Um, but going back to like the bewilderment thing, I know this isn't anything new, but I'm watching wrestling, and as you guys know, you don't just watch wrestling. You got to kind of you kind of gotta. Analyze wrestling Sure So I'm watching it And I, like I said I know this isn't anything new But you have Charlotte Who's heel right. You have Becky Who's face But she kind of acts Like a heel Yes And then the Kabuki Warriors are just, they're just Straight up <laughs> heel right. Yeah heel And I'm like I understand who the face is But
0: they're all kind of heels Charlotte is in, is always been kind of weird in in the same way that like Randy Orton like sure when, when uh-huh. the crowd cheers Randy Orton I don't understand
2: why <laughs> right it's right.
0: like he's a terrible person even when he's a good guy he's a terrible he, person
2: he, he wears oh, it so guess. well <laughs> like Randy Orton can wear a douchebag so well like he <laughs> he, he Have you personifies seen suit it suit I'm <laughs> yeah that's it that's right Randy there bags man your
1: douchebag uh, suit like
2: right. I hope yeah but uh, no it's just one of those things like. Oh, okay. But that, but it's, it's this kind of thing. They have changed Raw so
0: quickly and so drastically uh, that it feels like they are no longer making the show for the people who liked Raw even two months ago. Okay. They're making a completely different wrestling show for somebody else.
1: So I have two theories on this, and I think it's very important. Uh, Mr. Bean, you know that I'm a big fan of theories. You are. Uh, my own. Yeah. Uh, and usually harebrained. <laughs> uh, so my first, I, I believe I've mentioned it before, which is essentially, they just want to flush out all the fans, as you're saying, right. to replace us with marks that are just going to buy into all of Vince McMahon 1982 dumb bullshit. My new theory, and this one, a little involved, I am afraid that they're creating The Fiend to be the thanos of the wwe and that these factions are going to be super friends and avengers and so like this is going to be the most disappointing derivative long term like three or four year program where we're going to get to see the rise of the oc and then they get beat by the shield with the shield of the day on right. their way to defeat thanos the fiend the
2: fiend okay yeah. so the I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Chuck, but he started going in on this before, right as you walked in.
1: Okay. Yeah, and listening to the shark cast is sort of what got me mm-hmm. on this road. I noticed in your last episode you were doing some talk about this idea of... Uh, Batman is a bad father, essentially taking in a young ward and then sending him out to fight crime, like, <laughs> endangering his life. In a bright green, red, and yellow costume. It's, it's
2: terrible. Well, Batman it's gets terrible. to wear all black.
1: Uh, he gets to wear the camouflage. So many We could do a whole series just dissecting that relationship. Batman is heel as fuck. <laughs> he, he really is. Uh, there was a... Ha! In the 90s, I rented <laughs> a video... Uh, of uh, Anton Levay, the head of the Church of Satan, giving an hour-long speech, and part of the speech, which was very dry, uh, he was a very interesting carny, very interesting because he was very dry. He was not right. like, He did not have some kind of like patter going, you know. Yeah. Uh, he said, "The obvious satanic nature of the Batman," and that stuck <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> for all these years so i love the idea of like taking i mean it's like the, the superheroes in many ways i think are gonna like over time uh become like the greek or you know take any culture sure yeah Heroes uh-huh. of the day right and at some point somebody eventually was like all right these stories are great and all but like how can i turn it on its ear so this idea of turning these stories on its ear now i think that what the WWE will do is not turn it on its ear. They'll just take all of the bright shiny things that they think is what makes a story like that great. Right. And they'll plug in their absolutely terrible 80-year-old old man badger ideas. So, so is it like Vince McMahon like
2: just recently caught like just yeah. The 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 man this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit. It's good shit. Really because I could definitely see that soul. happening and you you said something to add to your your crazy hairball cuz you're talking to the Talking to the right guy, <laughs> uh, you started saying <laughs> this, and I was like, "All right, you're, you're speaking my language. You're speaking my language." Mr. You said,
0: Now I yes,
2: <laughs> <is> <laughs> you said." <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. I don't want to step on any toes, but you said the thing about mini bosses, and this is another thing that, and it's been, you know, what guys, please squash it, like just dismantle it and say it's dumb, and I'll never think about it ever again. Okay, as I'm starting to think, like, okay, we have the fiend who is apparently the 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 quote unquote beast character, right. you know, the the juggernaut, right? But then we also have Brock Lesnar, and it's like, oh, okay, well we have him too. We have that giant beast character. It's just it's tragic. Along with Braun Strowman. And He's
0: another giant beast character. And then
2: so then the mini bosses are coming oh, into play. Really? And then there's um Eric uh last night on Raw um Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan just decimated like this tag team. Right. And he very much played that dominant beast character. And Luke Harper, he's somewhere too, and he's right. gonna play that he's too, and it's tall, like and, and I'm, bludgeoning, brother, and I'm so. thinking to myself, like oh, man. man, we got, we got like, a lot of monster characters, right. like, all at once that are all essentially, along with Brock the Fiend, and um, Ron right. is they're the unstoppable monster and it's like, well damn, WWE is like Kind of littered and with these even, unstoppable monsters right, here. Like we
0: don't even have Samoa Joe right now, who is also a character that they've pushed at different times as this kind of unstoppable, unstoppable
1: beast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. And <laughs> Elizabeth is a fan of uh, Samoa Joe. Samojo.
2: Um, and I'm just thinking to myself, w- what are you going to do with all these guys? Yeah, like how many. Probably. Are they eventually going to get how thrown at these, each other? How many of these people can you give the same basic character trait to? Exactly. And they essentially have. I mean, they essentially do the same thing, and it's like grunt and destroy
1: who's ever standing in front of them, right? You and know, and how long can you have red lighting matches from oh a guy God. who can take eight hundred finishers, and it be interesting? Ugh, you that you was either still job bad. him out or you make him this like Thanos. unattainable goal. Right. And that's why I bring up Thanos. Yeah, we all,
0: they they definitely even even Corey Graves said on his uh, his. Podcast, which I the fascinating thing about that is trying to figure out how much of that podcast is kayfabe, right? Yeah, tough, (laughs) (laughs) tough. But even he was like, We got to get rid of that red light. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: I don't know what the hell they were thinking with that. And I know that was still weeks, that was a few weeks away. It
0: makes you wonder if they saw the like the fiend mask in normal lighting and thought it looked like a
1: joke. So we have to try and cover it up. (sighs) You know, I just thought it had like this great like 70s Italian horror cinema Mm -hmm. element to it. But it's just overdone. I mean, like, you don't have. You may have a movie in which red is the tone that you go back to, or right. you may have a scene with great colored lighting, ambient colored lighting. But, like, even in that very first match, I kept waiting for the tone to change. Yes. Like, you tell the story by using the lights to augment it, not right. just put this awful filter over the whole thing. That doesn't augment anything. That just, I, I, it's just like putting sunglasses on. Right.
2: Have you guys spoken about Hell in a Cell? I know it was a few weeks back. I think briefly we've talked yeah. about it, but it, it seems universally hateful. What
0: the fuck? Yeah. It was a idea and I, I, That's what I said last week is I'm pretty sure uh, Hell in a Cell. I, at this point, now that Crown Jewel has happened, I'm pretty sure Hell in a Cell was on purpose to get to Crown Jewel so that you would be so upset. By how shitty Hell in a Cell ended. So they
2: sabotage Hell in a Cell is what you're saying.
0: I
1: feel like it. It feel like sure they, feels like yeah. it. And they also really pushed this Saudi event to the American audience. Yeah. And I think that's sort of part of their plan. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to let Mr. Bean play the drop again. But, you know, you're <laughs> reeling us in. Like, it's been a very measured approach to getting us to either reject or accept the Saudi stuff. But it's all very right. calculated in how they've rolled things out. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's some good old carnival magic. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just I'm not disputing or saying you, you
2: you're wrong in any way, but it's like they just fucking killed hell in the cell. Like yeah, they
1: made it a go home show for and the Saudi event. It was right. just
2: eh, you shouldn't shouldn't never been so some. Well, let's switch anyway.
0: gears a little bit, and and by gears I mean AEW full gear, which was this past weekend. Oh <sighs> man, I ah I, oh. now. Even if you haven't seen it, you could very easily go online and see some of the highlights. Oh, it, was it was awesome. Like, That's exactly what I did, and I was able to catch. And the highlights were fucking amazing. Even even not having like sat through the whole event, there weren't like it wasn't one of those events where like every match was five star or was uh-huh. something that you're going to remember. But those main event matches, barn burners. Yeah, the um, the Jericho and and uh, Cody ending with MJF's heel turn which i cannot wait to see tomorrow night awesome uh wednesday night on aew like how how do they now okay mjf is finally not this weird in between heel where like he's a dick but he's cody's buddy like Mm -hmm. no now he's just straight up like he is he's probably stolen chris jericho's uh you know top heel status
1: could have it was the smartest move right like it, MJF has never given any indication that the idea of him being a toady makes any sense. Right. And so it would be such a WWE move and probably sort of a lampooning of WWE to, by making us think that that was the direction that he was going in. But instead, they're sort of unveiling MJF with this great moment. I'm disappointed. I have two thoughts on this. First off, I was, I was in Florida being attacked by uh, ants. bugs. Right. Uh, ants, ants, perhaps. Um, so I didn't get to see this. But I was, I was surprised to see that it had a full $50 price tag. Yeah, yeah. That's very high, in my opinion. Um, I'm still willing to pay it. I'm assuming that I can pay it and see it or right. maybe find some back channel to see it. I, I'm disappointed I have not been able to see it yet. But uh, it seems like it's been very divisive, like the people who are liking it are really loving it. And then there are uh, sort of the inevitable detractors are now starting to say, well, you see, this is where AEW is falling short.
2: I'm seeing some of that, but for the most part, I still feel that as of right now, AEW, it's. It's it's more well liked as of right now. That could sh- sh- fucking wrestling fans. That could change in right. three months. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. that kind
0: of thing too. Whereas you know the WWE has hurt us over and over and over for decades, mm-hmm. so we're a little bit more jaded when it comes to like giving. Them oh, absolutely. Time. Whereas uh-huh. these guys uh, are all it's it's all the boys booking themselves kind of thing. Uh-huh. So like, all right, we'll give you a little time to draw us in, and I feel like that's what they did with this show. Like the. the Turn of MJF, like you said, it's something you could see coming, but it felt super rewarding the way it, you know, went down, the mm-hmm. way it was presented, and it felt like something that they'd subtly been building in the background anyways, that now, like, like they knew ahead of time, okay, this is our top heel, this guy loves being hated. So yeah. we need to He's set him up. Very good at it. So that so that we can make him you know a big deal in the same way that going to the tag match they had the big spot where the Rock and Roll Express came out the one guy did the <laughs> Canadian destroyer and you know this what is this like what is he like 60, 70 year old dude
1: I don't know man my dude, my like a line sunset is that flip. it looks like he just stumbled up was the who the Sweet Home Alabama band oh yeah uh, uh, Leonard Skinner yeah the Leonard Skinner plane crash from the nineteen seventies they crawled out of the wreckage and just showed up at a wrestling arena right and we've been. Seen them on NWA Power as well. Yeah, I was gonna. I, they, it
2: it kind of confused me.
0: I was like, "Well, fuck it." <laughs> yeah, no, they're just they're on a rampage, right? But <laughs> two just, weeks ago, they they're got just to... going from territory to territory. They got to present Take ass and taking names. They got to present the tag team titles for AEW two weeks ago on television and got jumped by those other guys. That, yeah. Uh-huh. So you know, it was them getting their payback. Yeah, no, getting their receipt. Oh honey, yes.
2: Don't call it a comeback.
0: Right. So that was that was fantastic. You've got that amazing uh, GIF of uh, the. I can't remember GIF. the. The one character, uh, the Young Bucks were fighting, taking that that super kick and just kind of
2: like teetering and place mm-hmm. before. I'm still up. learning some of the names
0: too. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the hardest thing about AEW. In the same way that when NXT started, it was hard to remember Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. And yeah, because I wanted to call him be, Kevin Steen. Yeah, all these characters I'm being introduced to.
1: I uh, I don't get sick of the Young Bucks super kick spots. I feel like they've sort of taken this very basic move mm-hmm. and turned it into like such a thing that anytime you can introduce a new character to a super kick spot and have right. that, that interplay. It's like one of the great sort of pantomimes in professional wrestling is when one person's signature move interacts with another person for the first time. And you see how they interpret that. Uh, okay. I yes. I love seeing it over yes, and over, that, and over no, again. It's really good. I don't get tired of it. I enjoy
2: it. I'm, I, is it just me or is like, if it's like a, so far with a few pay-per-views that Cody's like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking do color. Yo, yeah,
0: Cody <laughs> is more than ready to take whatever you, you want to you give him right in the dome. I mean, hey. Um, and I also, we, we talked about this in the show last week, I appreciate that he is willing to take this kayfabe loss and now yeah. never challenge for the title ever.
1: Wow, That's yeah, a really interesting storyline. It gives him, you know, a, a great heel swerve at yeah. some point. Uh-huh. But in order for that swerve to work, it has to percolate for a good long time. Yep. Uh, There's a little Vince McMahon in there, I think, in terms of, you know, he's right from the start saying there's nothing that I won't do. Yeah. So if we ask you or if you're willing to do something, I don't think that they would. uh, I think the problem with Vince McMahon is he would use that as a cudgel. To convince other people that they needed to, to do take dangerous spots,
0: or to do but, something that they found stupid,
1: right? But he's like, that,
0: "Well, I was willing to get hit in the head with a bedpan, so yeah, you I, should do this." I thing would for assume me.
1: that for the Cody, it's more for the fans. I, I'm look, I'm willing to do it. I'm the pretty boy. I'm the the spokesman for the company. Right. So when you have an extreme wrestler come through. It's something the audience is familiar with, and is like, "Oh yeah, Cody does it," so it's not like is this awful, gory thing. Even though it's turning out to be an awful, gory thing. Well, yeah, it's fun, but it's it's sort of a a weird, controversial part of professional wrestling, right? And it's odd that it's something that uh, can stand uh, with the the, um, public broadcast, you know, with with TV show PG fourteen. Even calling it PG fourteen, I mean, you're you're causing grievous, potentially grievous bodily harm, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 interesting. I'm glad it's there. I'm glad Cody's doing it. I I don't think it needs to be there 100% of the time. I think it's something that you get a good payoff. I'd like to see him not bleed for a while now yeah. to make it feel important the next time it happens whenever that may be. Right. And I I I love the idea of booking
0: yourself. As I've said multiple weeks over, booking yourself, everyone knows you are the boss, so making sure to book yourself in a way that people aren't like, oh, the boss is making
1: sure to put himself over. Yeah, otherwise it, it just becomes Vince McMahon, I mean, immediately, and that comparison would be being made.
2: Right. I think that's where the storyline stems from. Like, now I can never challenge for the title right. ever again. So he's, he's kind of like. And I think it's it kind of, won't be for a while. Yeah, and I think it's kind of the idea that uh, you've heard
0: uh, over the years multiple wrestlers talk about it. Jake the Snake Roberts was probably the first time I heard him talk about somebody asking him why he never went for the World Heavyweight title uh, in the in the 80s and he said cuz I didn't need it. Right. Cuz people were interested whenever I showed up and I feel like that's how Cody is views himself. He's in the same way that when Triple H shows up it doesn't have to be for a title. I'm interested.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and I think we had that was one of the early problems with AEW was trying to figure out how to shuffle. You know, with the best years of New Japan, for example, even the best years of uh, Ring of Honor, your headliners, your whole show could feel like a series of headlining matches. Mm -hmm. And part of that is deciding who should be going for the belt and who doesn't need to go for the belt. And eventually just having so much talent that you could put on a two- or three-hour show that just feels like... Banger after banger after banger. And um, I think they sort of, by trying to, by having to set a story for the owners. You sort of had to go a certain way, and I'm wondering if if this doesn't free them up now to really sort of hit the ground running with what they might have wanted to tell if they didn't come in with these preconceived reputations like they did.
0: Sure, and you've, there's also the thing too, like you know, getting uh, somebody like Kofi Kingston to be champion over in the WWE or something like that, or you know, Eddie Guerrero uh, being champion. Now they can put themselves in the background a little bit and push anybody that they feel like yeah that guy could be you know hey hangman page could be our guy pac could be our guy right kind of thing uh, moxley everybody obviously and we'll talk about his match which was a show stealer as well but you know all the all these other wrestlers that in, inevitably because some of us wrestling fans have lived through the jeff Jarrett's. Ha. Uh, we we he's we, my
2: all time favorite.
0: We we see the o- the the owner challenging for the title, and we're like, oh Jesus, here we go. It's
2: just it's tragic. <laughs> 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 that's that's a great way to to describe, in my opinion, Jeff Jarrett's career. So uh,
0: so the the big main event, which I think was properly uh, put at the end of the show, was John Moxley and Kenny Omega, uh, which was by all by all means like a death match. Was it? Was it? It was like a Japanese death match. There was blood everywhere. There was barbed wire. Everything.
1: Uh There were. uh, I think there was a thumbtack spot. So, Eh. what do you guys think of the uh, thumbtack broom? I like. So it's clear. The barbed wire broom. The barbed wire broom. I'm sorry. It plays off of the cleaner, cleaner? which is fun, right? But it's a very. It's a preposterous (laughs) idea. Of be, all the things you could wrap in barbed wire, why would you would choose the broom other than pure aesthetics? If he continues to use the broom, <laughs> it looks effective, though. It, oh, for sure, it's a great. <laughs> it's a great. Ca- um, oh, I, don't, I don't even know what that word means. It, it, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> professional wrestling weapon, it, or video game weapon, right? Sure, but it's it's something just so preposterous about it. Absolutely, it? <laughs>
0: and that, that's another thing too is that when it comes to like barbed wire, it's. I, I always wonder how shoot is bar is the barbed wire that they use because I feel like you
1: always see a couple of pinpricks of blood, but like Oh I, man, it's just this vicious puncture wounds dude. I,
0: Like it, it must it's, not be razor it's wire. Awful. It's just
1: puncture wound. No, 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 it's just puncture wounds. Yeah, right. Cause sort of otherwise people carny. would just be lacerated and yeah. Be yeah, uh-huh. a nightmare. But man, oh I just, just thinking about those puncture wounds makes me itch. Yeah. I, like the yeah, Is itch. it that or is it, is it the ants that make it might, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> They're back. No, it was a it, it was a match we haven't seen the likes of, other than Gargano and Champa and NXT. Like they okay. tore up half the ring, mm. so you could just see the two by fours and mm. took some spots on the two by four. Kenny Omega coming off the top rope just on two by fours with no padding. Um, I've only
2: seen like highlights of the match. Who won? Oh, uh, Moxley. Okay,
0: Moxley won the match. I
2: think this is this is it. We, we have a segment on SharkCast called Sharkass Calls It. Yeah. Where we call it, and I'm calling it. Moxley's going to be the next guy for AEW.
1: <laughs> I, it stands the reason, man. He's very good at what he does, but Pac is also great. Man. Yeah, he is.
2: I have, a, I have a theory. I'm sorry. Let's hear
1: it. Let's hear it. I have a sorry. theory.
2: <laughs> I have a theory as to why it's going to be Moxley. What's is up, so far, best friend? so far, you have to, that, <laughs> that brand new championship title, that bad boy needs some prestige. Yeah. So, okay, you give it to essentially, arguably, the most prestigious guy in your company, Chris Jericho. Absolutely. Well, then, you know who else just happens to be, like, a former WWE champion?
0: Was a
1: big, big
2: deal. Former tag team champion. Somebody else's company. Oh, I think Intercontinental and U.S. title.
1: Yeah. The chairman, Sean Spears. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that unfortunately not a highlight from uh, AEW Full Gear. That was that was the most negativity I saw uh, coming out. Of coming out of Saturday night was uh, apparently people were not real thrilled with Sean Spears and uh, Hangman Page. Really?
1: Huh. I'm really looking forward. I, I have to watch it start to finish though. It's yeah. like, oh, it's yeah, like when I'm watching a horror movie for mm. um, Talk Horror to me. I have to. I have to sit down and be, take it in like a complete work of low-brow performance art.
0: <laughs> right. But once again, going back to Moxley and Omega, it's another match where Kenny Omega loses. He's uh, he's he's starting to get like a Bray Wyatt uh, air about him. Wow. Like,
1: Ooh, I don't think it's that bad. I
0: enjoy Kenny Omega, but I don't expect him to win.
1: I think that doesn't. a year from now, it's Kenny Omega's belt to lose yeah maybe two years from now i think they know that he is the superstar that they want to push sure uh they definitely feel that way about hangman page yeah going well back into the elite series they've been going on and on and, and you've heard it from many different sources as though many people had heard the Bucks say hangman page is a superstar just waiting to happen so right that'll be an interesting interplay but you can't Bury Kenny forever. The the, the, the American audience still hasn't gotten to see like a uh, uh, like a profound Kenny Omega run where he's giving great promos, sort of face to face, old school. I'm gonna whoop your ass. No fuck you. I'm gonna whoop your ass. Promos. We're starting to see it emerge, but you know, weird brooms and (laughs) you know, like it's it's still part of this. This introductory era to... Uh...
0: Well, and it's the idea of how you book a wrestling show, too. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody can be at the top of the card. Absolutely. You, gotta, you know, you may be capable. You may have a bunch of guys who are capable of wrestling at the top of the card or being the main event.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: not everybody can be the main event. So you have to be willing to... Uh, that's, yeah, that's an interesting call. Maybe they to...
1: just feel like uh, by, ha- by having this diverse array of matches from Kenny Omega that it's only a matter of time before people go... Holy crap! He is a headliner, yeah. and they're okay. just not going to even push him at all uh, in the foreseeable future. That would be an interesting approach. I think he can shine. Oh yeah, I have no doubt fan.
0: that, like you're saying, maybe a year from now, or six months from now, or something like that. Like he'll be the uh, the centerpiece of the show, but it's just
2: not it's not happening now. We've been blocking you out, sir. Oh, no, no, no. I've been I've been engaged, like I said. <laughs> like I said, my girlfriend only really wants to talk about wrestling for so long. <laughs> right, for sure. Well,
0: over on the other channel, uh, NXT has been invading Raw and SmackDown. And then last week,
1: uh, you had the OC invading NXT, which was uh, a fascinating bit of business. I, yeah, I thought it was a great bit of business, but I've completely fallen out. I didn't... They were in uh, the UK, right? So they're like the... The spoilers all hit Smackdown before either Raw, aired. SmackDown
0: and Raw were in the UK, so it was taped on Friday, uh, and then Raw was was not live. I didn't, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't see. Okay, I
1: didn't see the nor the shows. So yes. what happened? Smackdown
0: Smackdown was live and because they were in the UK, they had Walter and his faction come out. Okay, I can dig that. Um other than that, not Imperium. A, right. Other than that, not a whole lot of really big stuff. It's almost like every time they go to the UK, like yeah, nothing
2: uh-huh. huge. One or two things are going to happen, but that's it. You know, what? I feel every time they go to the UK, and they, they might get known that it's in the U.K. As I go, oh, cool, it's in the U.K. And then that's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. There was a time where I was like, oh, maybe Finn Balor is going to start something huge. No. Uh, but it never quite happens. Paige comes out and gets a big pop and you think, mm-hmm. oh, right. maybe this is something. That's- I think no, yeah, I think no.
0: Nikki Cross this year was the one that got the the huge, oh, my God, you're in Europe. This is
1: great. Uh, I, I'm all for that, man. I'm a big fan of Nikki Cross.
2: Right. Uh, I don't. I, I'm sorry, Chuck. What were we going to go into?
1: Oh, nothing. I was, we're, going I was gonna, into,
2: we're going into war games? Yeah,
0: NXT is going to have war games on Saturday, and then uh, the next uh, that next night is Survivor Series. And that's going to be a tough one because you have a whole bunch of NXT guys that mm-hmm. have to hate each other on Saturday and then be a team on Sunday. See,
2: I think that this like NXT invasion, so to speak, I don't think this is going to do anything good for, like, NXT. Like, in the long run, it's gonna be like, Vince Man's gonna say, oh, shit. Yeah. let this go, this is good shit. I can, <laughs> I,
0: I can certainly see where Raw and SmackDown are getting the rub more than, than NXT are.
2: Yeah, I don't know,
0: man. I, right,
1: it's like the Smarks are loving the NXT invasion angle. Yes. But it's not gonna... I mean, event, eventually... Seth Rollins is still getting the biggest paid contract, so Mm -hmm. it's not as though we're suddenly going to see Aleister Black go from giving like completely nonsense, a never-ending stream of nonsensical promos without any coherent story or chance to (laughs) right uh, to appear in the ring to back them up. Uh, I think instead, uh, I'm 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 waiting for Bobby Lashley and. uh, uh, the big Scott um, oh uh, Drew McIntyre and and Seth Rollins to ruin uh, NXT TakeOver for the first oh, time Jesus. they're gonna come in and for the first time in in like two and a half or three years we're gonna have a an NXT TakeOver where the Smarks are like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's I defi-
2: know it's definitely coming I, and I could just chum in them waters as we speak you're right for sure yeah but it is leading to... Um, Survivor Series has been really great the last couple of years
0: for having these champion versus champion matches. And the fascinating thing, especially the last two years, is how the belt can change hands within like four days of Survivor Series. Depending mm-hmm. on, So that makes the, the weekly shows feel a little bit more important.
1: Yeah, the thrill of the potential shakeup is huge. Um, the Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, uh, Roddy Strong right. match is uh, on paper... Just a, just a golden match. right? That one does look cool. I did, I
2: did see that and I said, oh, you know what? That one, that one's going to be fun.
0: Right, and you had the tag team match too, which was going to be the, the Viking Raiders, the Revival, and uh, what was the Raw tag team? Uh, the, or the Undisputed Era. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah, the Undisputed Era, the Viking Raiders, and, and then that was the thing that happened Friday on SmackDown. <laughs>
1: Red, Red Dragon, War Machine, and the Revival.
0: <laughs> right. That's the thing that happened on SmackDown. Is the Revival dropped the titles to New Day.
1: Ah, okay. So
0: now you're not getting like three of the biggest tag teams in NXT. Interesting, brawling it out. Now you're actually getting somebody.
1: I like that. I like that Swerve. I am still a huge New Day fan. I mean, I'm not. I'm not ready to throw them. They don't the, the Bathwater.
0: They don't really disappoint in the ring.
1: No, and I think that they've they've been able to reinvent themselves over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. if they get to reinvent themselves again, you know, hopefully they don't come out throwing pancakes. You know, it's probably time for something new. Are you uh, a new day guy?
2: Um, to a degree, because I, I don't like the pancakes. It was like funny at first, right? It's yeah, just, it, it's. I'm not saying it's it's just the pancakes that's throwing it no, out no, for the, me. The, it's
1: it's the the. I like the surreal nature of them, but just like the okay, we're gonna just live in this surreal universe. It does. It's it's. It's almost like when Kofi had the title, I wanted Kofi to be like a more focused. Kofi centric character and mm-hmm. not still be part of this cartoon show that's throwing pancakes. Right. right? Um All good
2: things must come to an end and yeah. maybe we can throw something new. I don't want them to
1: drastically change and you right. know, become these like hard ass dudes that wear like biker jackets. Could be kind of fun if they did it for a short time. Just to <laughs> just to completely shift what where they're at in, in and you roster. just turn Biggie into a monster and right. I still throw- want Biggie. Yeah, I want to go uh, on a title run. that good. Cesaro, I want to go on a title run. Rusev, I want to go on a title run. Rusev, none, none I, of these things are. Going I to feel like if
2: Rusev was going to do it, it would have been. It would have happened by it, now. Yeah. Will, you know, uh, same thing. Unfortunately, with the other two fellas, you said, and just if they so, were going to give anything to Cesaro. So I didn't watch Raw last night, but
0: I saw that uh, the new wrinkle in the Bobby Lashley Rusev. Fuck you,
2: Bobby! I hope you're listening. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you, Josh.
0: Uh, the new wrinkle in the Bobby Lashley and Lana and um, Rusev story is that Lana's nine weeks pregnant. Really? Um, She's hiding it well. I, I just want to know, is, is it like my girl Amy saw it on Twitter and told me about it because I didn't watch Raw. And I I, I was like, is it is that a shoot shoot baby? Or is that a kayfabe baby? <laughs> Is she? Are they actually? And she was like, "I don't know." It's it happened on Raw. It's like, "Oh well, it's a kayfabe, baby." It's not a. Yeah. shit.
1: Uh, this is a weird angle, and like, kayfabe like going to get kicked into the fifth row by Schnitzky kind of guy. So,
0: <laughs> that was some great. Te- that is the highlight of Schnitzky's career.
2: That was sweet. That was sweet. He didn't do much after that.
0: Putting a baby into the uh, into the crowd.
1: Um. Goodbye. Just <laughs> want to keep like visualizing it over, yeah, and over no, again. It's Schnitzky? worth it. Does Schnitzky have a? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just call him back for for like one night? One night for this particular angle <laughs> to put a put the nail in the coffin. Like,
2: man, I hope Schnitzky Like, I hope uh, Schnitzky's doing well in life though. After kicking the baby.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I hope he's doing well in life.
0: They're they're letting him. Uh, they're letting him teach preschool.
2: Hey. There is such thing
0: as reformant. Okay, so the reason I, I wanted to talk about Survivor Series with you guys, though, is because uh, it, it leads me to a kind of a game I'd like to like to play, kind of a mental game. What would be your Survivor Series? Your your Survivor my, my Series team? team? Your team? Like for okay, for example, if you wanted to make a Survivor Series team that uh, could not lose. For any like they would, they would make sure they got themselves booked so that they nobody on that team lost. You would okay. obviously, you would obviously need Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, you would probably want Triple H on that team. Stone Cold mm-hmm. Steve Austin. Uh, Jeff Jarrett would definitely be on that team. No, oh God! Well, no, is, is he calling? Guys.
2: Is he calling the shots here? <laughs> these yeah, are, no, these Jeff's
0: are all, a part of creative. Yeah, this oh, is. <laughs> these are all guys that are going to make sure they do not lose.
1: Uh, Roman oh. Reigns is probably going to be in this tragic. team. It's tragic. See now, here's the he thing. Makes some good sense.
0: He Roman doesn't lose. But like, how about
1: when um, Cool? and... Like oh, the, Diesel!
0: Yeah, I Kevin they, Nash would absolutely they split for,
1: for WCW, and they, they were running things until Hollywood Hogan showed up. Like right, the great uh, <laughs> like the great wars within WCW of the time for yeah. sure. Which uh, you can you can hear you can hear uh, old man Ric Flair complain about endlessly <laughs> sure. because he was the first that was shoved aside. Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah, he was not happy. He wasn't thrilled at all. So do you want to go first, Jeff? Like, if you, um, if you so I, I get to. You don't have to go with a theme, but like, what would be your
1: my my team? Be? Your team? Um How many members do I get?
0: Uh We're gonna say five. All
2: right, so five. So son five of, five a five son of a gun! Son of a gun!
1: Twist on the um on the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, this is gonna sound crazy, if you, if but I'm going Survivor Series. And
2: you, what was the what would my team you wanted to see? Um, what would be the team. My my my, see my see? brand's team, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Y2J. Nice. Um, do we have a particular era of Chris Jericho that you um? Person personally, I we can do more that we could do this era's bubbly. I nice guess if we're doing, gone. yeah, right. okay, let's do, do that one. Good work. Yeah. It is. Um, give and, me.
0: Yeah, they don't all have to be in. It. You can grab them from any era. From okay, any then
2: give me '98 Austin. Nice, nice. Um, god oh, damn, Holy really separates the heart. Oh man. Um. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. You better be
1: ready, Don't talk to me, I'm on my popcorn.
2: Give break. me, like, a 2016 John Cena.
0: Oh, all right.
2: Um, two more. It's not getting easier, boys. Right. Uh, you know what? Like, 90, 1997 Diamond Dallas Page.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, you know who would be a big fan of that? Our friend Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, that's
2: <perfect. laughs> um, one, one more, uh... God, I feel like I'm I'm compelled to make it a WWE guy. Um, it's going to be Jim Cornette, isn't it? I, it should. <laughs> it should. I like how you're trying to subvert Elizabeth
0: reaming me out for drafts by just making her the drops.
2: It's just, it's tragic. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to go, go like uh, 96. Eight Kane, 98 Kane.
0: Okay
2: No that's a a fair team I see a (laughs) lot of I see a lot of Attitude error in that That's that's not bad Uh, Can you guess what era I started watching (laughs)
1: Uh Shawnee what are you thinking All right, so I think uh, First off you're going to have to have The Fiend He's going to have The inverse record To Bray Wyatt Like Bray Wyatt Was like the Detroit Lions Of the WWE And uh, the Fiend As I've stated Going to be the Thanos He's going to be the Patriots of the, the WWE for the next just three years, unstoppable. And we're gonna we're gonna hate it because that's what wrestling <laughs> fans do.
0: But yeah, eventually we're gonna start booing the fiend because he cannot be
1: stopped. Um, you're gonna have um, Seth Rollins in there because he's a great worker and he's also a soulless shell just waiting to be filled with input from Vince McMahon. Okay. And so you essentially have a younger version of Vince. Mc- you put Vince McMahon's brain directly into Seth Rollins and transport. So you-
2: the consciousness of Vince McMahon into Seth. Okay, you
1: don't even. But you don't even have to like do some nefarious surgery. Yeah, but He's I want just that part of K to be a shill.
0: I was gonna say it's funny because a couple of months ago the stories were that uh, Vince McMahon was real high in Baron Corbin because he thought that the, he saw Baron Corbin as a young version of himself.
1: That is awesome, and that's why Baron Corbin now gets to wear a sweet crown and carry it around <laughs> a sweet. Scepter, sir
0: but it's uh it's really fun to imagine that like Seth Rollins has had heard that story and went well I'll show you I'm gonna be Vince's favorite <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel a lot when I when I'm watching his Twitter feed that's how I feel about Seth Rollins yeah great worker but you know,
0: recognize me, Dad.
1: Yeah, you have to have uh, Stone Cold and The Rock in there. Okay, you know what, the whatever. The Fiend,
0: Seth Rollins, Stone Cold, and The Rock. Now yeah, this absolutely.
2: is this a Stone Cold and The Rock where they're currently in their careers where they're like mortal enemies or?
1: I mean, it, it could okay. be either way. I, I think that um, I think that they probably would have a pretty good time if you could get them both on the same schedule. Right. Um, they're they're, they're like superpowers beyond wrestling now at this point, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, The Rock. Much more so, but Stone Cold uh, has not uh, lost any of the bloom off of his rose over time, and I like Old Man. He's like, he's like Old Man Wolverine. He's like yeah. he's 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 less murder.y He's grizzled. Um, so you want you want more present more
2: you want present era Austin? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that on your team in the ring in the black trunks. Uh, uh,
1: he won't he won't really get. It. <laughs> He'll come in to do a stunner at the end. Right. Uh, Drink a beer or two. Work with uh, my last pick. Sweet Baby Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, so that that Stone Cold can give the rub to Sweet Baby K.O., and K.O. can be Rollins once everyone realizes that Rollins is a soulless
0: shell. It's fun to try and pick out, as you guys are picking your, your team, what the theme is, because I have no idea what the theme of Sean's theme is. I have no idea like what your, my is. Th- your theme was definitely kind of Attitude Era-based. Monday Night War-based. Monday Night War-based,
1: whereas Sean's is so... All over the place i did the, mention that i forgot to take my meds and I'm <laughs> compensated by eating a bunch of weed right
0: all right well with that in mind i'm pretty sure you'll be able to pinpoint the theme of my personal survivor series team they're not shit bags. yay there is that <laughs> quickly so uh my team has to start with not the fiend but bray wyatt old swamp wizard bray wyatt excellent um i want to continue with the ultimate warrior Okay. Oh, honey, yes. Wait, I, wait, wait! The Ultimate Warrior. Yes, Bray Wyatt and the Ultimate Warrior. Oh man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I then want to add Macho Man Randy Savage. I tried getting him in there. I just didn't see where it would fit. Right. But I okay. Go,
1: go. go I have for got it. to get the the drop. Remember that commercial with the badger where he's looking out the window talking about how he's going to have a great day and he's just going, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I want I want Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, the or not the Fiend, but Swamp Wizard Bray Wyatt, the Ultimate Warrior. I want Scott Steiner on my team. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. And uh, you know what? I think I'll just add Rick Steiner as well. The, what the, t- what?
1: The, tag team.
0: <laughs> the two of them on my team because right. I don't know. Not what present
1: that's... day, Rick. No. Okay.
0: No, like like we're the, the 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 pit bull from the the Monday Night Wars era. Excellent. Okay. Rick Steiner, okay. as well as current scott steiner okay um because i don't know what that's going to look like in the ring but they've (laughs) got to be backstage with mean gene before that match starts and i can't wait to hear the insanity
1: again that present day mean gene
0: not present day mean gene okay no not at all but i can't wait to hear the insanity that of that promo before they come out for their survivor series match
1: there was one second where i was thinking that maybe i needed schnitzky (laughs) come (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's yeah. not a bad... It's not a bad... Uh,
2: it's so funny you bring him up, because I can't remember him... I can't remember a single thing about that guy, besides he kicked the fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you what his finish was. At one point,
0: I, I clearly remember at one point, uh his gimmick was that he had very gross brown teeth, and apparently he... That was a makeup trick that he did on purpose on his own time, Ooh. To and, and Vince Wait, McMahon was like, that's amazing! What... what?
2: Good shit. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're the guy with gross teeth. Awesome. Oh, he's the
0: guy with gross teeth, and he's got a foot fetish. Yeah, oh, man. this is gonna be fantastic.
1: Did he did he have a story a storyline with I, I, Isaac Yankum? He did not.
0: They, he, was, he was he had a story with Kane, but not with uh, Isaac a stupid Yankum. Idea for
1: bad and all
0: Someone was Another thinking
1: it. Right. Wasted opportunity. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Well. Having I, having played that game, I definitely want to encourage our listeners to go to our One Fall Show page and uh, maybe in the comments for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Let us know uh, what, uh, what what your Survivor Series team is and why.
1: I will include it in my show notes.
0: Absolutely. Anything else you guys want to cover tonight? Um, if this was an AEW I like match.
2: turtles.
0: Well, yeah, Darby Allen is great. If this was an <laughs> AEW match, uh, nice one, nice Justin one. Roberts would be telling us there's a 10 minutes left.
2: Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like the the time limit. The time limit?
0: Me too. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I don't know. I just uh If there's one thing Impact Wrestling ever did right is that when they first got their TV deal, matches uh-huh. were 20 minutes. They had a 20-minute time limit. I, I, I was like you meant
1: for this show so you could get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, wrestling's pretty cool.
0: Wrestling's pretty cool right now, man. Even yeah. there's some stuff that's not cool like we said. Whatever. You know, I, you know there's some there's some shit on Raw that we're not that fans of. I got I got AEW and NWA just keep me afloat, and it's just it's great. There's options, and that's the coolest part.
1: Was it last week that um, uh, my man from Chicago uh, uh, won the Cole
2: Cabana North yeah.
1: American title? Yes, that's yeah. correct. He beat uh, James Storm. Boom boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good match on YouTube for free. For free. Yep. Yeah. Power with three artists with go, Billy Corrigan. Tags. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just, why are they so three much hours silly in- fun? I actually, in, in the first like for inexplicably, the first like what five minutes is just like a countdown to the show starting.
2: Yeah, and it's just praise for it. But I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, watch it, all. it. every week, yeah, yeah. No, I'm
1: like, I'm not fast. The first week I fast forwarded. I'm like, why do I got to watch this shit? And then I'm like, oh, I'm stoned and I'm watching wrestling and they're just yeah. putting up like completely random tweets from just bozos. Oh, kind of like, why kinda why like I not watch Yeah, that?
2: it's kind of like uh, it's it, it's professional wrestling without the wall.
0: And it, it turns—I'm sure that turns into a, well. I got to tweet cool stuff about NWA to see if I can be one of those bozos next week.
1: Yeah, probably so. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not—I am not that ambitious.
0: Oh well, like you said, you're pretty stoned by the time you turn it on. So
1: yeah, no, I've already had a—I've already had a completely impractical one-shot uh, executed for right. our Instagram stories. Uh, I made the sign. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's where you can see the sign.
1: I've got. Uh, Shawnee, I've got other things on my mind.
0: Shawnee, where can they find you on Instagram?
1: Uh, find me at shawnee.constant at Instagram.
0: There you go. That's where you can uh, see these these fun videos. Jeff, thanks so much for being on the show. No problem.
1: Daddy, um, why don't you go do ahead. A, Why don't you do a promo? Tell people why they should listen to the the, the Sharkcast.
2: Shark well, it's, it's, it's there was an election, and Sharkcast was actually voted number one rock and roll comedy podcast in the world.
0: Congratulations
2: and thanks. It's we don't even remember running. But That's we were there, fantastic. and you could find us at Facebook, Sharkcast, and you can find us at Instagram.
0: Nice. And people can download Sharkcast basically everywhere?
2: Yeah, you can find Sharkcast on any platform. That's excellent. awesome. Excellent. Besides, like, Super Nintendo. And that's, like, what? Every yeah. couple of weeks? We have been doing them every couple of weeks, but I, I it's going to come back to where we're doing weekly episodes. So, nice. you know.
1: And you guys do sort of a full, like, maybe two hours just like rap session, no edits. It's fun. It's a fun show. There's, there's, it's,
2: it, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not the dude that does the edits, but there is some. Okay. Minuscule. Right. And, yeah, like I said, it's a hodgepodge and it's a monster that grew into itself. So, excellent, man. That's where you can find
1: more of me. But yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks it's for having a me, a boys. It's been a fun. It's thanks been for, a pleasure. Thanks for going through my p- completely impractical one shot. Uh, <laughs> you said you said the
2: number one thing when I walk in is shit's going to get weird and I was, well, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Bean, where are people going to find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at C-H-Z-U-C-K-B-E-A-N,
0: Chizuk Bean.
1: And we both do a, a show called Talk Horror to Me. Absolutely. Um, I think that's been getting better and better. We've been tightening up both of these shows. I mm-hmm. think that's... That's excellent. I'm very happy with that. Our I'm numbers have been slowly climbing. It I'm extremely very excited about this week's episode. Uh, oh, all right. Man. And uh, did I mention if people find you on Nerd Radio?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, the other uh, podcast that I also do, Nerd Radio for WRIF.com, or wherever you get in your podcast where I talk about all the nerd shit, like comic books and video games, and even a little bit of wrestling.
1: And then, like, at, like, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays, you sort of do the we're Twitch on, stream, right? Yep, we're on CheckpointXB slash Twitch.tv. I noticed the, um... Those uh, jabronis from the other show have begun to just randomly enter the. I know, we're going to have to start locking the door or something. Shoot or kayfabe or what. I don't know if right. uh, they could be um, uh, alien pod people. I'm going to have to send an Watch email or something like that. Potential infection. Try and find scenario. out what the
0: hell's going on there with the checkpoint guys.
1: <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would do that. Take us home, Sean. I don't trust them at all, man. Don't trust those checkpoint motherfuckers, everybody. Oh, Jesus. And have fun. Be safe. Subscribe to Checkpoint XP on Twitch, but don't trust them (laughs) (laughs) because they might be reptilians. Don't fall in the gator hole. Definitely not, Mm -hmm. and don't get don't get a bunch of itches
0: all over Uh, yourself from uh, why do you are oh man (laughs) ants ants that's what I wanted (laughs) just wanted
2: Bag up, bag up, bag up Terry! Put
0: it in reverse Terry! Put it in reverse! Oh Lord!
1: So it's so important to just do the work, chop the wood. I have long been ranting about Phase C. Right. We're not there yet. We're only in Phase B. That's because there's not a Phase C. No, there is a Phase C. Um, But we have a new sign. What do you think of the new sign, man?
0: Is that Phase C?
1: No. Okay. No, we're still a long way from Phase C. But getting through Phase B, uh, the intermediate phase, as I like to call it. um,
0: It's it's kind of horror. It's kind of punk rock. I think it's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I don't know if it has the right vibe. And, um, I felt nauseous after making it, oh well, but uh,
0: you didn't eat uh, any of that paint, did you
1: that That's not um paint man oh, well, then,
0: looks good oh, <laughs> I'm
1: on my popcorn break
0: <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no, <laughs> we got a broken broken drop.
1: It's a good one too.
0: <laughs> now it's gone,
1: all right, it's gone forever, well, so. So let me...
0: I like how you're trying to subvert Elizabeth reaming me out for drops by just making her the drops.
2: It's just, it's tragic. <laughs> right.
1: Do we have over an hour?
0: Oh, that is 54 minutes, so that's... Cool. Good, good stuff.